official Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club podcast, bringing you all the latest news, updates, and buzz surrounding your mighty JSU Tigers. I'm your host, the Corey C. Be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast. Apple users, rate and review the show. And everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Twitter. It all helps the call, which is the I love, Jackson State University. Joining me today is the head coach of the 2019-2020 SWAC regular season champion, JSU Lady Tiger basketball team, Tamika Reed. Welcome to the show, coach. Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. Our pleasure. Our pleasure. I know you are super busy getting ready for the SWAC tournament, but it was imperative that we bring you on because the fans definitely want to hear from you. Awesome. I really appreciate it. All right. So first and foremost, congratulations on winning the SWAC regular season championship and making history in the process. So what does it mean for you to not only win a championship, but to do it at home? Because obviously you're from Jackson. So to do it in front of friends and family members and things of that nature, does that make it even more special? It does. You know, um, when I left Jackson State as an assistant coach, I always knew I wanted to come back. And it was just a really sweet moment at the time that I was able to come back because the program had been down, you know, since we were last there. The program went down. And being here from the city, I didn't attend Jackson State, but I had a deep love for Jackson State. And I can remember seeing how the program had went from the top, you know, kind of dwindled in the middle and kind of went down to the bottom. And I can remember just, you know, saying to myself, man, I wish I can get a hold of that program. (laughs) But, you know, God is so good Mm -hmm. because, um, you know, I – you, you know, you just never know what steps are ordered for you. And even when you get in a position to do what he's called you to do, you just never know how successful you're going to be. And so, you know, to do what we've done in two years here at home has just been an amazing feeling. Um, it's brought me closer to my friends that mm-hmm. I lost relationships with, right. family members that I wasn't talking to that live here and brought us closer you know, it's just, you know, the university is, is, is close-knit. They are supportive. Our fans have grown since last year. Our fan base has grown. They've been so supportive. Um, and, you know, to hear all the positive talks right here at home, it's just phenomenal. Awesome. And and you mentioned that you didn't go to Jackson State, but I can tell you the fans have accepted you as one of our own. So you are 100% a Jackson State Tiger. Awesome. I really appreciate it. I feel like it. I feel like it. All right. And you have a talented group of of ladies. I could go down the list. We won't have time to go over everybody. I mean, from Lucky to Luckett to Tally to Rogan, Summer Williams, even Alexis Payton. When you you put her in the game, she's ready to step in and step up whenever she's called upon. And these ladies are on a first-name basis with the fans. They they know every player. So, again, we can't go through everybody, but I want to particularly talk about two people. First and foremost, Amisha Williams. To me, I think she is a SWAC Player of the Year candidate. So can you talk a little bit about her progression from the beginning of the season to now? Because she is really improving. Well, thank you. I appreciate that you noticing that. Um, Amisha came in, and of course she had been out of basketball for two years um, after leaving Mississippi State. Um, and when she, was t- when she was on that break for two years, Amisha had a child. And so um, I made sure Misha was right here in school. She stayed in school up until she was about six months, seven months pregnant. 
and then we made arrangements for her to finish her classes at home so she can prepare to, you know, give birth to her son. Right. Um, the entire time that she was gone, you know, we just kept her on a really tight regimen. After she gave birth, you know, we kind of watched her and, you know, um, nutrition-wise, we kind of watched her. Uh, Academic-wise, we, we watched her because we knew it was it would get tougher on her to um, keep her son and up all night and try to do academic right. work. So we gave her as much time as we could to get through that phase because we knew that that was going to be an important phase in her developing as a player that we needed her to be here on the court. And so once we got all that smoothed out, we got her back here in school. Um, Amisha dropped maybe 20 pounds, 20, 25 pounds. Um, she got in really good shape. Preseason, she had good showings, but she wasn't consistently good in preseason. Right. Um, but now that we've gotten into the swag, the more we play, the better in shape she gets. And so, and so she's been, you know, a real surprise for us on the floor. Her thing is she wants to get a triple-double. That's her thing. She <laughs> right. said, Coach, I will not end this season without getting a triple-double. And uh, she's gotten really close to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, she just brings so much excitement to the game. She's one. Of, she's kind of like our um, – she's our protector. Mm-hmm. She has that motherly spirit with our players. Um, she makes everybody around her better in practice. Marnesha Hamer struggled last season scoring over bigger players. Okay. But coming into this season, her and Amisha go against each other every practice. And so Amisha makes Mo better on, on the floor. And Mo makes Amisha tougher. And so, you know, I'm just so really thankful for the dynamics Amisha brings to the game and how she makes everybody around her better. And, you know, players make Amisha good, too. You know, my point guard, she sets Amisha up in the right places to be successful on the court um, with the live passes that we throw. But, you know, Amisha brings a lot to the floor, and I'm just thankful for her. Well, definitely kudos to you, just the job that you did with recruiting her and just building that relationship and, and staying with her and, and obviously getting her on campus and just, again, the progression that she's had. A lot of that has to be a testament to you and your staff, so kudos. And you mentioned Mo Hamer as well. That's another person I wanted to talk about. What about her leadership and growth? Because, you know, throughout her time at Jackson State, she's kind of been a go-to player and uh, you know, going to her senior year, just being open-minded to take on different roles, whether it's coming off the bench or whatever it takes to contribute to a winning team. It seems like her attitude is excellent, and she's really just bought into uh, what you guys are trying to do. So can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, um, you know, Mo has done an amazing job in um, buying into the system and buying into the things that we need to be successful. Um, one thing I told the team when I first got the job was that my sixth man was the most important player on my team. Okay. And so as coaches look as coaches look at MVP and most valuable players and most offensive players, I look at the six man award. You know, my six man award gets the biggest biggest trophy because the <laughs> six man comes off the bench and they changes the momentum of the game. They change the style of the game. They bring energy if there's not energy on the floor. The six man is really important. And, you know, we started doing that with Marnesha. And to be honest with you, every school in the SWAC started bringing their leading core off the bench. Wow. After we started doing it with Marnesha. Wow. Yeah. We, and we just saw that change, you know, happen um, overnight when, you know, as teams start seeing us doing it. But it works so well for us. She's, and I mean, it's like she's a secret weapon. You okay. know, when we, when we need that uplifting, I look at the bench, she look at me, and she's like, <laughs> all right, coach, it's my time. Now. It's my time. You know, and, <laughs> Yeah, she comes in the game and she brings it. I mean, she has grown tremendously um, from when I from when I first took the job until this point. She sent a text message to the group last night 
and she was just so fired up about, you know, being the best we can be on the floor. And she talked about not making excuses by any means necessary, get everything done. She's extremely vocal. When Mo is going, when Mo has the energy, when Mo is vocal, this team just moves to a whole different level. So, you know, she brings so much to the floor, um, you know, personality-wise, attitude-wise, aggression, and just being, you know, one of those best players on our team that kind of gets us over the hump and keep us there. So definitely, definitely so happy to have Marnisha with me. She's going to be a big, you know, she's going to be missed when she leaves to graduate. Um, And I may have to sign three players (laughs) to her one position, you know, but she's definitely a, a big plus for us. Right. Well, again, great job, like I said, getting everyone to buy in and just being an amazing coach. And we talked about it on a previous episode that you played for the legendary coach Anna Jackson on some legendary Murrah basketball teams back in the late 90s. Now, we could do a whole show on that. I was a huge fan of those teams. Hopefully we can bring you back because I want to just talk about what that was like. But uh, for now, let's just talk about Coach Anna Jackson. Do you feel what was it like just playing for her? Do you feel as though that has helped prepare you for where you are now? Absolutely. Coach Jackson was a very, she was a disciplinarian. You know, we, we, you know, from how we dressed to tucking our shirts in, we couldn't have the strings on our shorts that, you know, you tighten your shorts up with. Right. Those couldn't be outside the shorts. You know, we when we would travel to play games, we had to dress a certain type of way. And what people don't understand is that foundation helped develop us into, you know, being top athletes. You know, people just look at the skill set. They just look at what you bring to the floor. But the discipline outside of that is what really makes you who you are and what and what pushes you when you get in tough moments, you know, that having that discipline. And so that's one thing I carried away from Murrah High School and from Coach Anna Jackson, you know, just being disciplined and, and looking to par. And, you know, if you're going to play good, if you're going to look good, you'll play good. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that she was really good with that. And she did a phenomenal job and, bringing, you know, multi-talented athletes, you know, we played different sports and, you know, there were different egos and she did a great job of bringing us together. So, you know, Anna Jackson, you know, my hat goes off to her. I talk to her often and, you know, she she keeps me together now. So I I, I take my hat off to her and and everything that she's done for me. That is great. And you've also done an excellent job at assembling your staff. And I don't know if they get the recognition that they deserve, but I know that they're working really hard, you know, behind the scenes and a big part of of what you guys do. So can you talk a little bit about your staff? Yeah, I have an amazing staff. Um, You know, Coach Richard Bradley, right here from Jackson, played at Jackson State. He won championships. Um, He's a big face in the community. Uh, He brings a lot of that, you know, father figure mm-hmm. of aggression to the to the floor you know if i'm not at practice he's the one who gets the girls going okay. he's exciting he has a lot of energy he keeps me together <laughs> you know i just like what he brings to the floor in those terms um daryl hudson came to me from um michigan okay and i didn't know who he was but i watched his social media and he had tons of skill development um on his social media and coach hudson he he comes in 6 in the morning to 6 at night and will work players out. If a player want to work out, he's here to work them out. He does an awesome job in our development. He works out the post players and the guards. He's, okay. he's a really, really good coach and what he brings to the floor. My graduate assistant, LaShonda Cousin, 
she's a, she brings a lot of energy. She's in her second year with me as well, and we're excited about what she brings to the table. Uh, she's a little the sister to the girls and, you know, the liaison between me and the team. So, you know, she's exciting to work with. And Coach Juanita Ward is in her first year with us. Um, you know, she brings a lot of excitement to the game as well. Uh, she's a quick learner. She's in her, you know, being in her first year, she had to come in and learn quick. And so she's doing a really good job in making that adjustment. Um, she works with our post players and she, you know, she brings a lot of experience and knowledge to the uh, floor as well. So my staff is just a really good staff, you know, Christian faith, you know, faith believer, play it, prayers, prayer warriors. Awesome. Um, you know, I'm just really thankful for the entire group. All right, well, again, excellent job assembling that staff, and I'd love to have them on at some point. Obviously, you know, once the season ends, if we can get them on, uh, particularly Coach Bradley and Coach Ward, just because they're so well-known in the metro area with their history just playing, you know, and, of course, uh, Richard being a Jackson State Tiger as well. So definitely would love to have them on at some point. Absolutely. All right. You are listening to Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. I am the Corey C. here with championship coach Tamika Reed of the Lady Tigers. So, Coach, talk to me about the fan support because obviously you grew up around Jackson or you're from Jackson. So, you know that that Tiger fan base is huge. It's passionate and, you know, not just in the SWAC and HBCU, but beyond, you know, FCS and beyond. So just talk to me about what has that support been like, especially at the games? You know, when I was coaching at High Community College, I would bring players here for um, the last, you know, Coach Dixon to recruit. Okay. And I could see that the fan base was really down. And and when I first started here at Jackson State as the head coach, it was down. The fan, you know, the it, you know people would kind of come in around halftime, around you know, close to the men game. But now, you know, towards the end of the season last year, and now, I mean, my girls are just overwhelmed with the support that we have awesome. when the when the game starts at 5 30 um and you know the fans i don't know if they know it but the players talk about it okay it means so much to them to see the fans here and even when we went to the championship game last year in birmingham we had so many people sitting behind our bench wow. that we didn't even know people at the hotel that we didn't even know you know, and I can remember seeing some people, and I was like, are y'all from Birmingham? <laughs> no, we're from Jackson. Wow. We followed y'all from Jackson. And so, you know, it's just so heartfelt. It's so, you know, I feel so thankful um, with the support that, that we have. And, you know, I just want to ask the, the, our alumni and our fans to continue to support us because the players see it, and they definitely appreciate it, and it makes them play harder when they have somebody in the stands, you know, cheering them on. So I'm so thankful to see where we've grown and, and where we are now. Absolutely. And you, you, you ladies definitely have that arena just really just enthused and energetic and just, uh, you know, celebrating, especially when you clinch the regular season title. I don't know if I've seen the AAC like that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know when the last time it was like that. So that was an electric night. And then to top it all off, we had yeah. snacks that same night. So okay, talk, talk a little yeah. bit about that. I don't know, had you already <laughs> left? Because I know the game was out of hand. So were you still there? Did you get a chance to experience, uh, you know, the, the snacks mania? Yes, I did not leave the men's game. I okay. stay and watch the entire game. Um, and to see Snacks get in the game, he was sitting on the bench, and he kept looking side to side. He looked a little nervous. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, my goodness, is Snack going to get in? And so finally he got in, and, you know, the cu first couple of shots he was nervous, but then that one shot, you know, people didn't think it was going to go in, but I knew it was going 
doing it because that's what he practices on every right. day. And so, you know, he's beat me a couple of times on the floor. Oh, wow. You know, the attention that he brought to the university, it was just amazing. It was so positive. Um, and, he's, and he's such a class act. And, you know, if anybody deserves this, it's definitely him. He's put in so much work here at the university. He does work for us as uh, with women's basketball. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, he'll run the clock for us. He'll get the clock out. He knows where everything is. He knows how to fix everything. You know, when he snacks, eat the best food in Jackson, Mississippi. <laughs> so he comes in and he'll bring his plate. And I always go eat out of his plate because it's the best food. <laughs> and um, he's just an amazing young man. I told him, I said, snacks, now you're taking all the glory from us. Right. He, yeah. <laughs> but they talking about Snacks University. I know, right? University. <laughs> And so, you know, but I, we joked and laughed and, you know, I was just, I'm so proud of him. You know, it was just an amazing feeling to see him do those things. Definitely a great guy, the ultimate team player. No one is more deserving of this than, than Snack. So kudos. And again, you know, like yeah. I said, when when you won the gym, the, the the arena was electric, and I didn't think it could go to another level when he came in. I mean, it just <laughs> went to another level. So that was a, a, a historic night for Jackson State. So I know you're excited that you were yeah. able to witness that firsthand. Absolutely, absolutely. All right. And, Coach, just from uh, following you and just kind of reading about your story and your journey, I know that you, you know, like like all of us, you know, we're, we're human, so we all have obstacles and adversity in our lives. So I know for you, you've had some things, you know, personally that have come up. So just tell me, what has it, what has been the thing that's been motivating you or just kind of pushes you to, to, to get through those obstacles and, and stay focused and be the, the woman that you are and the leader for the, for the ladies? Well, you know, I, I have to say, you know, it's definitely um, the God I serve. Um, you know, going through what I've been, you know, what I've missed, you know, going through the death of my father. Um, and at that moment, just wanting to quit, just wanting to give up. Um, and I, I had given up. I had quit. You know, I, I was asking to take a leave of absence from work. Um, I actually asked A.D. Robinson a couple of different times to take a leave of absence. I told him it was just too much on me. And he and he told me, no, Coach, just take time off and just take as much time as you need. But we want you here. We need you here. And so I was able to fight through that. And just just knowing my why, my players came to me at that time and told me, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be in school. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't go to class. If it wasn't for you, you know, I'd be at home. And, you know, just to hear them say that, I couldn't give up on them. And so um, every day I step in the gym, we have challenges. You know, often when you're changing the culture, you have some people that's going to fight it. And that's, 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 that's what's supposed to happen. Right. And, you know, but allowing them to see the true way, allowing them to understand, <clears throat> excuse me, it's not just about winning and losing basketball games. It's about changing lives. And that's what's the most important thing to me. And, you know, to, you know, and to know I serve that purpose, I can't, I can't give up. You know, it's bigger than me. Some coaches are in this thing for different things and different reasons, but it is much bigger than me. And then it's much, it's much bigger than the game. I, I see lives changing and that was, and that, that's my motivating factor. Every morning I wake up, you know, I, I, I tell myself, not only is my son dependent on me, I have a team dependent on me, I have a staff dependent on me. And so that's that's how we get through it. And, you know, I'm just, you know, so blessed. You know, I, sometimes it doesn't feel real right. to do what we've done in two years. It just feel like I'm dreaming. But I really believe 
that, you know, my dad is watching, my mom right. who passed away is watching, my brother who was murdered is watching. I just think I have three angels that's guiding me through this thing. Right. And so, I, you know, that's why I get up and do what I do. Wow. Ma- amazing story. Uh, you know, um, amazing on your part, just the perseverance and be able to push through it. And I can tell you on behalf of the fan base, we want to personally thank you for just sticking with it. And uh, the, being our head coach, we are truly blessed to have you in charge. And you've just infused so much energy and excitement into the athletics because, you know, Jackson State fans, we just live in and bleed athletics. And, you know, for, you know, for one of the major sports to be on top, you know, we are so excited. And again, we're just happy to have you. Awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And to hear that, that, that right there is a driving force in itself to hear, you know, what you guys, how you feel about me and what, you know, I bring to the the community and to the alumni base. I'm so thankful. And I, and I thank you for, you know, those kind words. And I've heard you say those words before your last podcast that you did with Daryl Neely, that podcast I I recorded, I let my staff listen to it. That podcast really ignited something in me, and I just want to thank you for your kind words and for your exposure as well. Awesome. It, it's uh, my pleasure. It's the least I can do, so thank you again. And i just turn into the tournament real quickly. I know uh, the fans, we believe in you. We think you're going to take it. But I know as a coach, you have to kind of take it <laughs> one game at a time. So just what's your mindset heading into the SWAC tournament? Well, you know, our players, we, we, we went to sleep last game against Alabama and m And, you know, sometimes it, taking a loss is not always that bad. Um, you know, we were able to learn a lot from it, and we were able to make a lot of corrections. So the players understand what needs to happen in order for us to be successful. So, you know, they've just been really locked in to being a better player this game, to playing more aggressive this game against Alabama State and just to execute in those areas that we need to execute in to be successful and to play really good fundamental sound defense. And so one game at a time is where we're aiming. Um, but in the back of their mind, they waited an entire year to get back what was stolen on last year. We waited patiently. We worked our butts off, you know. And so I think that is going to drive these young ladies forward. Um, you know, as coaches, we're going to put forth our best effort and make the necessary adjustments to get us back there um, and, you know, take one game at a time. But I, I think that the players are ready. They're locked in and they understand what has to happen for us to be successful. Uh, with the support of our fans, I, I think, you know, we, we'll have a good chance to come in and put forth a really good effort tonight versus Alabama State. Absolutely. And we are 100% behind you. Uh, looking for you to take it all. So again, thank you for coming on. I know uh, you know you have a lot that you need to be preparing for, so I won't keep you any longer. But like I said, thank you for coming on, and we wish you the best in the tournament. Awesome! Thank you so much for having me. I greatly appreciate you. All right, that'll do it for this episode of Tiger Talk with the fourteen hundred Club. Thank you to all of our listeners, and again, be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast. Apple users rate and review the show and everyone follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Twitter. Leave a question or comment while you're at it and we'll be sure to read it on air. I can't stress the importance of this enough. We're looking to do some big things with this platform to aid the athletics department and it all starts with you downloading, subscribing, rating and reviewing the show and tell every Tiger that you know we're on all podcast outlets. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and so on. And we'll be posting every episode on our Facebook and Twitter pages. As always, thank you for the support. And on that note, go Lady Tigers.